podcast that's just tired i totally thought you were going to go with the one we did earlier so i thought of another <laughs> line to go with that one okay and uh, now i'm just totally totally caught off guard <laughs> <laughs> that's the point damn it <laughs> <laughs> no it's the podcast that loves you all night long all night and we're gonna make you love us bitch <laughs> bitch um this is the Bolinos Podcast. I am, of course, your host, Bear. And I am Wolf. And here we have Chris's son. Or Wolf's son. Wolf Jr. Wolf Jr. <laughs> yeah, he's going to be making a racket in the background, so don't mind him. Yeah, sorry, guys. <clears throat> yeah, Chris might have to get off a little bit just to, you know, smack him and put him in his place. But yeah, don't worry. Just, just very, very minor bruising. Reattach the restraints. <laughs> Reattach the restraints. He's over there. Doing raspberries right now. Uh, anyway, this week we have a few stories for you guys. I have uh, a little story about a twerking bandit, Ooh. elevator rescue, fat shaming, which, as we know, is always wrong. Uh, Sasquatch, a sexy robbery, holy guacamole, and a burial request. Hmm. And Chris, I know that you have a couple of stories for us, too. Yeah, I got two. Two, like, little, I'm just going to touch base on. They're both basically funny crime stories, I think. Mm-hmm. Then I have one uh, tragic event, I guess you can call it. <laughs> tragic. I was going to say tragic, tragic, tragedy, but... That, a tragic that, tragedy. That, I didn't. I stopped before I said <laughs> it, and that? I just told you guys anyway. So. You're, a, you're a master with words. The next <laughs> William Shakespeare. Yeah. And the next one is an art show. Yeah. An art something. Definitely an, an art, art something. Show. It's definitely an art show. It's just... Or an art auction. Let's go with art auction. Okay. I'll take that. I'm not going to read my <clears throat> titles that I worked so hard on until I get to the actual <laughs> stories. Okay. So, before we go any further, I've been I've been uh texting with this with this woman I met. Uh let's call her Amber. I've been talking to her ever since uh I met her last week at Subway. Is she the color of your energy? Amber is the color of my energy. How's the Whoa. song go? Amber is the color of my energy. That's not how it goes. Oh, huh? that is. It is? Okay. Amber is the color of my energy. There you Whoa. go. There you go. Yep. We got it. Copyright strike. We got it. <laughs> <laughs> um, it wasn't very yeah, well. So. We, I've, been, I've been texting with this girl. And, uh, you know, just we just kind of hit it off at the subway. And uh, child, stop smacking things, please. We hit it off at the subway, and, uh, you know, I've been texting her pretty much nonstop. You nice. know, like, I'll, I'll send her a, a risky, a risque photo of myself in, in the bathtub or in bed or something. And uh, she'll reply with something along the lines of, I don't know who you are. Please stop texting me. <laughs> and I'll be like, no, you stop, silly. <laughs> She's She starts saying, like, you know, like trying to flirt with me saying yeah. stuff about how i'm gonna call the cops on you if you don't stop oh <laughs> so you like handcuffs huh <laughs> so uh yeah so because of of that that's going on in my life right now it's it's kind of hard to concentrate on what's on my mind this week so let's Aww. start with you and i'll think about mine okay chris what's on your mind well i don't want to too deep into it but okay. i do it's just i don't know like, so personally you guys know that i'm a huge ass nerd <laughs> um so recently magic magic the card game magic the gathering magic the gathering dungeons and dragons and a new video game that i really want to play called divinity 2 mm -hmm. original sins so uh yeah chris and i uh we're going to start playing yes child uh, Chris and I, we're going to start playing Dungeons and Dragons, something that I've never played before, Yeet. and I'm super excited. Same. I've played, so my experience is I've played, but I've never been the actual Dungeon Master, which is what I'm going to be doing for our group. Yeah, and I've already created my character. He's a, he's an orc named Mr. Bruno with an afro, and uh, yeah, just, uh, of course, Mr. Bruno is uh, off of a substitute teacher I had back in high school whose name was Mr. Bruno. He had a huge, bushy beard. He was super short, like maybe like five foot three, and he was super ripped. Awesome guy. I remember one time uh, I was at the gym, 
and uh, I saw him. I, I was, you know, in, in the in the bathroom, locker room, showers, and all that. And I was just washing my hands, washing my face, getting ready to go home. And uh, he was just walking around the locker room naked, just butt ass naked. I never wanted to see my teacher's penis. And after I saw it, I was like, I never want to see that again. Um, but anyway, yeah, that's that's what we're, we're doing this week. <laughs> um, what else is on your mind, Chris? Uh, okay, buddy. That I never get a moment of silence to myself. <laughs> <laughs> so sad. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, um, just, just the normal stuff. Like, I really want to finish the basement. I've been talking about finishing for years, and I still haven't. <laughs> Actually, my basement started flooding again, which sucked. I, <laughs> Um, so, so no it's a good steps thing. forward, three yeah. steps back. It's a good thing I didn't start that yet. But they are—they were supposed to come out yesterday to put a camera in, in the drain to see if there's a busted pipe. Did they ever? They never came, so they're coming <laughs> out tomorrow, supposedly. But well, we'll see. That's great. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Because <laughs> if my shit's broken, then it's not great at all. Yeah. Well, that's like a ten thousand dollar fix, and <laughs> I don't have that money. You—you <laughs> you gotta think on the bright side. It's an experience. <laughs> Same. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, sorry, we had to cut it out a little bit because the boy started crying. Um, but that's the experience I feel. So <laughs> That's how I feel whenever, um, like every week whenever I see that my money just isn't there anymore. Same. <laughs> anyway, what's been on my mind aside from, um, what I call her? Amber. Amber. You're just singing the song. <laughs> <laughs> uh... <laughs> Anyway, uh, what's been on my mind aside from that is that, um, you, as you guys may know, uh, I am friends with this writer named B. John Gully. Yes, sir. And he has been working on this new book called Spin. The book is going to be released on July 21st, uh, so that's next, next month. Nice. And, um, yeah, I'm super excited. I got the very special honor of narrating the audiobook version of it. There's an alarm going off outside. I think you did a pretty good job too so far. Yeah, I'm tell you the truth, I'm only about halfway through the book because I fell asleep last night. But <laughs> to the soothing sounds of my voice, <laughs> um, yeah, I I think he did a really good job with the editing and everything. Like all, like we just got together and and he um, like directed me like how he wanted me to to read it and everything. And yeah, I mean, I th- I like what he what he came up with. I like how how it sounds put together and. I'm excited to hear the the final version of it. I actually did some re-recording last night and sent that over to him. So we'll see what he comes up with next. Nice. Did he uh, did he get, get back to you on it, or like has he already worked, done everything with it? Yeah, he already uh, re-uploaded it, and he has some people listening to it right now. Okay. So he's trying to get new listeners. Yeah. Uh, to it, uh, people who aren't looking for the things that we know are. Yeah. Already inside of it. Yeah. So see if they notice it, and if if it passes the test, then it's all good. good. To go. Nice. But uh, I don't know if he wants me to talk too much about the book. I'm pretty sure he doesn't. So I'll just tell you guys this: um, it's a it, it's a story about a politician with insomnia, and that's as far as I'll go. Very good stuff. I highly recommend you guys check it out when it comes out. And he will come onto the show with us after it's out to after talk it's about out it. to promote it. Yeah, sweet. Maybe maybe like the week that it releases cool yeah or the day of yeah or he might be busy the day of but yeah probably but uh, we'll we'll see we'll figure it out he's he's really excited to be back on the show that's cool anyway i didn't get to talk to him last time so yeah yeah you'll definitely get to talk to him now he's a really cool guy really cool guy um recording took a quite a bit longer than it probably should have just because we kept fucking around oh okay (laughs) well that's usually like what we do so yeah (laughs) Yeah, if but I could stop clearing my, my throat. We've learned to limit the fuckery <coughs> to So we don't go off on tangents anymore. Like I've I've noticed we don't go off on those tangents anymore. We still joke around, but it's it's about the stuff we're talking about normally, I think. Yeah, yeah, we we we've done a better job of staying on topic. Yeah. We're improving. S- speaking of being on topic, uh Chris, do you want to start or do you want me to start? I want to start just because I mentioned to get this title off. <laughs> okay. Okay, I'm going to say my story about the art exhibit. Exhibit, auction, uh, pit, take, pit, 
Pick and choose, whatever. Sorry. <laughs> I, I'm stuttering today. Because I was listening to dubstep today, so that's why. <laughs> <laughs> you got dubstep in the brain. Yeah. <laughs> well, I was talking about how we're getting better, but I'm going to say I, I got to work this morning, mm. popped my headphones in. As soon as I connected, low battery. I was like, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> so I just plugged my phone in and just let random playlists play. <laughs> Yeah, that's why I, I that's why I have chargers in my truck. So well, I I, it was on a charger all night, but my the headphones they're not charging right now. Huh? I don't know why. Maybe you need to clean the contacts. Probably because there's they're magnetic and there's a bunch of like little metal and shit yeah, inside of it. So you definitely need to clean them. So I'll do that sometime. Other and I will just continue with my story so I don't stay on this <laughs> tangent. Anyways. So, if you guys haven't noticed, there's probably going to be a lot of stopping and restarting this episode because this is the boy's crying hour. He's my brat. He's a brat. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, anyway, Chris, as you were saying. Sorry. What? He takes after his mom. <laughs> All right. So, I worked so hard on this title. Probably more. I worked <laughs> probably more on the title than I did in the stories. So. Okay. Um, the title is Banksy Makes a Pranksy. I fucking hate you. <laughs> 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 Alright, so if you don't know, Banksy is a kind of a, I'll say world-renowned, because there, there's a lot of people that have heard of him, but there's also a lot of people that haven't, but he's from... He, I'd say he's renowned, he, yeah. he's known around the world. Well, anyways, he's uh, local england I don't know, he's English. Yeah, not local to us. No, yeah. Um, anyways, nobody knows who he is, mm. um, but some people do know who he is. <laughs> <laughs> you can't nobody can't know who you are if you're world renowned true anyways so thanks you <laughs> I i'm fucking hate i'm you. just gonna read my story now okay thanks you i'm gonna leave all of this in just okay just fuck it yeah we 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 had to stop and start again because the boy started crying again <laughs> so thanks you world renowned graffiti artist he's appeared in the news recently again recently he was having an auction for a remake to one of his favorite works and it literally says in my notes to go on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, it's like um, uh, you know how how sometimes like actors have those cue cards. Yeah. And then it's like it's like flustered, and then they this line, but they actually read like the emotion. Like Kevin Sorbo in um, the Legend of Hercules, he was he had a line where it said disappointment, and he was like instead of just expressing disappointment, he was like disappointment. <laughs> And they left it in. Yeah. <laughs> the director liked it so much, he left it in. There you go. Tangent completed. Well, my tangent was to go on talking about... Because, see, I was I was right earlier. Because I was supposed to go on a tangent on how he, how he got famous was because he was doing murals on walls. And then his work was started becoming more and more famous. Like, he's still unknown. Like, nobody knows who he is. Yeah. Um, yeah, I mean, everyone knows, like, his work. But they don't know who the man is behind the mask. Yeah. But he, so he started with graffiti, he started getting well known, and then they started. He started doing remakes, started selling them, started getting pretty big, and then he just stopped out of nowhere. Um, yeah. And did did you go into like how how he started? No. Yeah. Well, well, he would do these murals on walls, and uh, the city would paint over them just because it's graffiti, you yeah. know. So he would paint something different on it again, mm -hmm. or or sometimes like uh, a gang or something would like tag something on his mural, so and then he'd make something out of the tag. Like yeah, yeah, like he he was uh, he's a crazy artist. So that that's what kept happening. Like they kept painting over his thing, and he just painted something else, and he just didn't stop. Mm -hmm. And then he started signing at Banksy, and that's how he started. That's that's how he's so well known now. Yeah, but uh, anyways, he stopped for a while, and then he just out of nowhere started again. Mm -hmm. um, but like they. They put one of his painting, his remakes of his one of his most famous paintings. It's the one of uh, like a little girl with a gas mask holding a red balloon. Yeah. Painting was going like the price is just shooting up and up and up. Ended up going for 1.4 million dollars. Jesus. The second they said sold, and a mechanism activated because apparently Banksy was was in the audience. Mm -hmm. Like nobody knew, but he was in the audience. But he had like some sort of remote or something. As soon as they sold it. A contraption started working, and there was a shredder in the bottom of the, the frame <laughs> that he put it in. So, so the $1.4 million piece of art was shredded in pieces. Way to make a hell of a statement, man. Yeah. I don't know what the fuck that statement is, but... 
say fuck you with my art. <laughs> Thou shall not prostitute thy art. Yeah. I mean, apparently it was in there for years. Like, yeah. He built it into the frame a long ass time ago, and then when they actually sold it, he, he was yeah. that's fucking that's a fucking build up. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean it's his it's his art it's his work it's you know yeah. he can do whatever the fuck he wants. It would have been fucked up if they paid for it and then he did it. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's true. Like just while at our home, they just come and see and it's fucking. <laughs> One day, I I just I hope to be so famous one day where I could do something like that, like just like have a house and it's like world I'm, renowned. Would you say world renowned? Yeah, <laughs> when I when I'm world renowned, um, I, I would like to have a house and just like all the amenities and everything and everything's so beautiful. And then when my kids are are wondering who's gonna get the house when I'm old and and dead, it's gonna explode. <laughs> I'm gonna I'm gonna you I'm gonna saw. have a I'm gonna have construction workers dig around the house and under the house and I'm gonna be buried with my house. <laughs> <laughs> Epic. I just started choking on my own spit, excuse me. Uh but yeah, I mean that's that it's pretty awesome. It's it's pretty it's pretty ballsy of him. It's difficult to say no to one point four million dollars. Because I can't imagine that Banksy is a rich man. I mean, he he made some good money selling. Like it said that he was well off, basically. Oh yeah. Uh, excuse me, one second. Okay. No. Javier. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Wee. I didn't cut that one off. You just let it go. I just let it go. He's coming this way. Shit. Oh, act boy. natural. Okay, act natural. Uh, moving on to our next story. <laughs> <laughs> there has been a fair share of taunting criminals. You know, for example, last week there was this one guy who got away from a cop after a high-speed chase who then called 911 on himself to brag about getting away. <laughs> I, I shit you not. That's what he did. Yeah, he said I that remember. he passed four other cop cars and none of them pulled him over, adding, what do we pay you guys for? Uh, the cops then traced the call while he was making fun of them, and they arrested him at a Ross clothing store while he was looking at some gloves. <laughs> some driving gloves? <laughs> and uh, the, the entire time that they were taking him in, he thought it was pretty funny how he pretty much uh, turned himself in. Uh, pretty funny because he didn't want to... F- he's like trying to make himself feel better because he, yeah. he knew it was dumb. Yeah. I mean, it had to be because he got caught. So. <laughs> he probably didn't think about yeah. it. Don't call the cops after you do something stupid. Jesus. That's the second phone call related turn in <laughs> that we've talked about. Yeah. All right. I am so sorry, you guys. This is gonna be a hard episode to get through, but uh, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna keep on keeping on. Uh, anyway, April twenty sixth was a regular day at the Mad Rag store in Pembroke Pines, uh, Florida, until two women entered the store and made off with around three hundred seventy seven dollars worth of merchandise. Now. This may not be the most lucrative heist, but it turned out to be an interesting one because as the store's manager reviewed the surveillance video, she noticed that every time one of the uh, shoplifters took something and stuffed it in her bag, she would take the opportunity to twerk that ass. So dumb. Wait, this was like during store store hours? Yeah. (laughs) Wow. Something I found hilarious is that I, I went through like four different articles trying to get more information because it was like all the information was very very minimal in yeah. every article because they don't know who they don't know who she is um how hard could it be to find a shoplifter uh with yellow pants you know like well i mean whatever. she was shoplifting clothes yeah she probably changed right after but i mean like i saw the pictures of her and she has very distinctive features ah okay yeah but anyway uh something that i found hilarious is that in every single article that i saw they all quoted the Webster's Dictionary definition of twerking. Which is? To dance to hip-hop or pop music in a very sensual way, typically by thrusting or shaking the buttocks and hips while in a squatting or bent-over position. Sensual. Sensual. Do you remember when we made a music video to Ass and Titties? <laughs> when we were like 12? Shaking our ass. Uh, or shake our ass. Shake that ass. Shake that ass. Bitch, let, let me see what you got. Just shake yeah. that. Yeah, we were... I think that was like... That was like... No, that was like... That was like 8th eight, no, grade. Ninth like grade. Ninth grade, yeah. Ninth grade, yeah. Yeah, it was right after I cut my hair, I remember. Same. 
<sighs> good times. Very sensual. I'm sure if someone were to look at it now, it'd be considered child porn. Even back then. Yeah. I should I should really get the uh, password to that YouTube account and take that down. <laughs> <laughs> nah. Nah. <laughs> Um, police released the surveillance video in hopes of finding the two women, but as of recording this episode, it doesn't seem like they've been caught yet. Um, yeah, like I said, uh, one of the women, the woman that was twerking, uh, she was wearing bright yellow pants and she was, you know, of a, of a heavier build with very short hair. Mm-hmm. And, um, the other woman just, just, uh, just like a medium build woman with longish hair. They're both black. Uh, so if you guys have any information on, uh, these women, I feel like it's my part to, uh. Tell you guys to tell someone, not us. I don't care. Yeah, but uh, this is Florida, you know. So, oh, of course, this is Florida. <laughs> my yeah. my tragic story is in Florida. Oh boy! God damn, Florida strikes again. Go ahead. Okay. Well, this might give it away, <laughs> but this is called the shocking giraffe story. The shocking giraffe story. Yeah. I have no idea what this is on about. No. No. Okay. Well, this <laughs> happened. So. To, last Tuesday, so as, even when this comes out, last Tuesday, uh, as June June 11th, there was a severe lightning storm going through Florida. Uh-huh. It was going over the uh, the natural wildlife preserve there. Um, yeah. Well, uh, <laughs> sorry, I was gonna. I wrote again to go off on a tangent. <laughs> a, ta- <laughs> a tangent about how Florida surprisingly, su- it's a Florida story. But surprisingly, it doesn't have anything to do with Florida man. Yeah, it's a Florida animal, Florida giraffe. But there was a severe <laughs> lightning storm, and two giraffes were struck and killed by Jesus. a bolt of lightning. The same bolt? That's what's speculated, which is what I think. I think it was one bolt of lightning. And they were but fucking. How they, that's, that's what I think. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that's what I think. In the middle of a storm. What a way to go. Can you feel the planes in Africa? <laughs> What a way to go. Well, because the way they explained it in the article I read was that it hit the ground and the static charge from that one bolt killed both of them. I, I think it, which it, I think makes it hit no the lightning rod of a penis that Giraffe had. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what I'm saying. That's that's what I was going to go with. Um, anyways. That's awesome. The other that's pun, how I want to go. The other pun I had in here is they have no idea whether... Oh, God. <laughs> Whether or not it was just one bolt or several, but oh, they speculated it's just the one because they were found right next to each other. So that's pretty crazy. Yeah, it was one. Uh, one did was, one have an erection. One was named Lillian, one Gioni. I imagine not because they were dead. But well, I mean, you could die with an erection. Well, I know, but it won't be. You, you've, you've heard of a or, of a post post mortem erections, haven't you? Well, I know it's common with spinal injuries. Yeah, but I mean, I, from what I understand, and just based on some stories that I, that's, I, I, we're I also heard talking about, about humans. Like, yeah, that's this, true. This is for giraffes. That's true. I don't know. And they, their natural the state, of a giraffe. their natural state is retracted. So, uh, so is mine. Another tangent. She's gonna break that. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, she's she's a fat little girl. Uh, my cat is on. I, I she has a cat tree, and she likes to sit at the very top. And she likes to like just like dance around up there, and it's getting wobbly. So eventually, it's gonna break, and she'll smack herself in the face. But she'll learn. <laughs> <laughs> gonna learn today. <laughs> yeah, it's not. I'm not. I'm not too concerned about it. She's okay. she's quick on her feet. Um, but yeah, there, there's a couple years ago, there was there was some story about this woman who got arrested. She was a coroner, and she got arrested for necrophilia because she would fuck the dead men when they would get erections, which was wow. apparently fairly common. That is gross. Yeah. Yeah. Anyway. I'm making a lot of racket. I'm so sorry. <laughs> yeah, just smacking everything. Um, but yeah, my, my natural state is also retracted. So there's that. Indubitably. Indubitably. There's, Sen- sensual. <laughs> there's, the, there's like a layer that opens and closes like a door. And it's like whoop-doo-doo-doo. Ah. Like like, yeah, like a peekaboo sort peek-a-boo. of thing. And then my whopper comes out. As in, you like that? <laughs> as in, like chode, like the actual size of a whopper. <laughs> it's as thick as a whopper, <laughs> and as tall as one. Oh, well. <laughs> they, call, Zing. they call me tuna can. Enough of love, I guess. <laughs> the, the, our next story is a. Uh, 
Well, you know, sometimes, sometimes it's the small victories that make life worth living. Wouldn't yeah. you agree? I agree. Yeah, like for example, when the vending machine drops an extra soda can, even though Ooh. you only paid for one. Nice. Or like when you frame your annoying coworker by putting a bag of drugs in his desk and you call the cops on him. God damn it, Toby. <laughs> Got you. <laughs> God damn it, well, Toby. Well, one man named uh, Frederico Hill Ooh. recently enjoyed a small victory, and his story has been making the rounds on the internet. Last week, Frederico was waiting in line to place his order at a chicken restaurant. When he heard the woman standing behind him in line tell her children not to eat too much or they'll end up fat like Frederico. Ooh. Naturally, Frederico simply ignored the comment and went about his business. Mm-hmm. Just kidding. Instead, he <laughs> walked up to the counter, he bought all of the chicken they had available, and walked out flipping the woman the bird. He got me good. <laughs> he got me good. Hill posted the story on Facebook and it has gone viral with him also stating, I just bought this chicken out of spite. Not all heroes wear capes. I would, Some just buy chicken. <laughs> I would lick it like walking out and just throw it on the floor. <laughs> you want this? Yeah. Yeah, he just walked out flipping her the birds. <laughs> yeah, that's guy. Uh, I gotta say, that's uh, that's our BAMF of the week. Our badass motherfucker of the week. Yay, yay. We should make a, a song out of like BAMF of the week. And every week we have like... BAMF of the week. Yay. That sounds <laughs> terrible. <laughs> Yeet. <laughs> that's my text tone if you don't know. It makes me laugh every time your 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 freaking same song goes off. It makes Lexi mad. <laughs> <laughs> I used to have the Wilhelm scream She's for my a... for my text tone. Yeah. So every time the text would go off, I go ah. She's like, "That's so dumb. Change it." I'm like, "No, I love it." <laughs> you should do the Wilhelm scream. It'll it'll freak her out every time. Yeah. Yeah. It used to scare the shit out of me when my phone would go off. It's like ah. It, it, it's the like the scream that you always hear like in westerns and stuff. That ah. Oh, <laughs> like no. Star Wars? It's on. It's in a ton ah! of movies. It's in so many movies. I used to be able to do R two D two really good. Wow! It sounds like, like R two D two now, and your son just looks at you like you're a weirdo. No, I used to. I, that's why I started with. I used to be able to. <laughs> well, uh, moving on. Uh, this is this is a fairly short one. Uh, last week in Salt Lake City, firefighters saved the day by freeing a group of people from a stuck elevator. Who were the group of people, you ask? The police department. Yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. They were I the Salt Lake City that. Police Department employees. <laughs> what was the building, you ask? The fire department? No. The city hall? No. Uh, the police department? No. Uh, the mall? No. The YMCA? Just, just ask me what the building was. What's the building? It was the public safety building. Oh. Where both <laughs> the police department and the fire department headquarters are located. Ah. <laughs> The fire department posted a video of the rescue on Facebook, which went viral. Yeah. Uh, fire Captain Kevin Coach Kochevar Kochevar Kakevar Kak Kak Captain Kevin Kak was quoted saying, "I would like to say it was like any other call, but we particularly enjoyed bringing those police officers out. The looks on their faces, knowing that they're going to hear about this for a long time." Yep. Salt Lake City Police Chief Mike Brown responded to the rescue by offering donuts as a thank you to Salt Lake City Chief uh, Carl Lieb. <laughs> Is was a, the chief in there? I, I don't know. I just oh. a bunch of police officers were, were inside the elevator stuck. And they had to call the f- fire department who were just a few feet away. I feel bad for ruining that because I actually saw that too. Did like, you? Yeah. <laughs> that's, all, that's fine. Uh, now, I just thought it was, a, it was a funny story. It was pretty short, worth noting. Worth now one of my stories I don't have. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> it has nothing to do with that thievery. <laughs> but I will talk about my two stories that have to do with crime. Okay. One of them... I didn't come up with those names for these. I'm sorry, guys. I'm I'm slacking. (laughs) But there's this guy. His name is Alberto Lopez. Oh, boy. Walked in. Yeah. Walked into a uh, police department for a... um, Oh, shit. He's trying to get a job. Like a job job opening. Okay. So he walked in to apply um, for uh, a position. God, I'm just not... Like, yeah, ah. you're just stuttering, <laughs> choking on your tongue. Yeah. Anyways, he walked in trying to get a job, but he did not walk out. Do you know why? Did he have a warrant for his arrest? He was wanted. <laughs> what do you do? His picture was on the wall. <laughs> so he walked into a police station and got arrested during his job interview. Wow. Yes. What did he do? Why was he... It just says th- uh, theft. Ah. What an idiot. Yeah. It doesn't, <laughs> what a fucking moron. It doesn't say what he stole either. But just yeah. That. He stole my heart. But he, maybe he stole what this next story is. 
Oh boy. Because I would love to steal a trailer full of this too. This there's a, a a trailer, a tractor trailer. Sorry, a tractor trailer was stolen in Georgia, filled with ninety-eight thousand dollars worth of ramen noodles. Holy shit! Set for life. Oh, dude, it's, I would make so much fucking ramen. Yeah, it's too bad. Ninety-eight thousand dollars worth of ramen, yeah, to be exact. Ninety. I mean, you can get like four for a dollar, so probably like a hundred thousand, around one hundred twenty-five thousand. Well, I mean, it's ninety-eight thousand dollars worth of ramen in the thing. And I'd make it all. I was trying to make a joke on how how cheap ramen is, but I guess <laughs> I didn't see through that. It's been a long day. It has. I'm super tired too. We started early today, so yeah, I got off super late. I got off on time, so I feel bad. I got off two hours after you did, but I also didn't go to bed till like midnight because this little rascal right here has been up all night all the time recently. Because yeah. I'm pretty sure it's because he's teething. And he's walking around and smacking the shit out of his head all the time, so <laughs> he got a few bruises. So you can't let him sleep. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't let him sleep when it happens, like it's after. <laughs> you can't sleep because you'll fall into a coma, honey. <laughs> uh, um, but yeah, I, I usually go to bed around midnight or one or so. Just the natural, my natural body clock, I guess. <sighs> I can't do that. But I am tired. I do on Saturday and Sunday, and then I wake up at like five or six and i'm mm. not tired and i don't understand like i I'm don't i don't way. at all i'm the same way during the week i can sleep for days and then on the weekend i'm up early as hell well it's because i know i want to do shit like i don't want to just because like when i get home i'm tired so i don't really do anything i clean a little bit mm-hmm. and i go to bed yeah That's but i mean it's it. like there's nothing that i want to do that early in the morning i literally just like get out of bed and i'm like ah. i do i masturbate i watch tv i you know I drink coffee, pick up a little bit. If Xavier wakes up, I usually take him so that Lexi could sleep a little bit. And then that's it. Like <laughs> nothing. Like he'll I'll play with him for a little bit. Oh my gosh. See, but Stop. I mean at least you have a reason to be up. It's cuz your kid is up. No, I like I'm I'll, I'll be up for like an hour before he does. Yeah, okay. Well, yeah, but but I mean like I don't have anything to do on the weekend until like midday. So I'm literally just like cleaning, cooking, just like doing whatever, just being bored, being my boring self. Anyway, <laughs> uh, in honor of Pride Month, which by the way, everybody, happy Pride Month. Ooh. Our next story involves the popular dating app, Grinder. Have you ever heard of Grinder, Chris? I have heard of Grinder. So a 26-year-old man from New York City matched up with this other guy on Grinder, and they decided to meet up. Well, this started off as a good night full of lube, rubber gloves, sex toys, and a very special swing. Hmm. If you know what I'm saying. Do you know what I'm saying? Like the park swing? No. no. I'm just kidding. I know it's the sex swing. <laughs> <laughs> you had me worried for a second there. <clears throat> I was like, oh boy. Sensual. Sensual. <laughs> um, <laughs> the duo presumably did their fair share of, se- of sexy spelunking. But apparently at one point, the 26-year-old got the great idea to make fun of his date's tiny sausage. Ooh. Well, the man didn't appreciate... Yeah, low blow. See what I did there? I did. (laughs) Well, well, the man didn't appreciate having his tiny pork sword being made fun of and proceeded to choke the shit out of the other guy and shove him in a closet. He then stole $3,000 from the other dude and got himself and his tiny little winky out of the apartment. (laughs) Apparently, the guy in the closet wanted to scream for help, but he couldn't because he had a ball gag in his mouth being held in place by a jock strap, as you do. Apparently, he had big balls. <laughs> what the hell are you referencing? I don't know where that's from. Tiny penis and big balls, though. So. <laughs> this is so small, it makes his tiny balls look big. Yeah. Well, because, like, like, when someone's, like, audacious, like, they're, like, audacious. someone's, like, they're, like, oh, that guy's got big balls. Like, how dare he? Or whatever, you know? Like, how dare so he? he just choked the shit out of him. Oh, okay. I see what you mean. Yeah. Yeah. When he eventually got free, he called the police who took the sex swing for evidence along with some gloves and toys. <laughs> no, my swing! <laughs> well, it sounds to me like those cops are going to have a good time. Mm. Moral of the story is don't put your wiener in the company coffee cup. <laughs> what? Or something like that. Okay. <laughs> I'll allow it. <laughs> <laughs> um, <clears throat> while we're on the, uh, on the topic of, uh, of crime... Because what that guy did to the other guy was was criminal, you know? And what the cops did was even more criminal. 
it was, uh, you know, uh, according to the cops, apparently, it was seminal <laughs> for them to take the sex swing. And I don't understand why. Just leave the swing alone, man. Because uh, there is DNA evidence on it. <laughs> DNA. Sensual. Anyway, our next story is about a bank robber in Israel who almost got away with the equivalent of around $8,000. <laughs> so this guy went into a bank and gave the teller a scrawled note demanding the cash at the counter. The cashier hesitated and the man responded with, put the money in the bag quickly or I'll throw this grenade. And he, he pulled out a grenade. The teller gave him the money and he got away. Five days later, the man went into another bank and did the exact same thing. And again, he got away. The only reason he got caught is because, you know, uh, security cameras spotted him, obviously. Mm -hmm. And uh, he was wearing hats and sunglasses. And, and in an instant, he even wore a big eye patch as a disguise. Because <laughs> uh, he was going and he was casing the joint. You know, he, yeah. he was going back and everything. Uh, they were finally able to track him down by using uh, his cell phone location records. Really? Yeah. They, like, they noticed that while the crime was being committed, his phone was the only one. With location service on? Being, or, or active at all. Huh. Like, either people got the hell out of there, or, you know, I'm assuming the bank workers maybe had their phone off or something. Yeah. Um, I'm, I imagine that they're supposed to have their phones off. Yeah. So, here's the thing, though. The grenade was actually an avocado he had painted black. <laughs> <laughs> Damn. <laughs> That's ballsy. Call his bluff. That's ballsy. <laughs> Yeah, uh, so, you know, the the moral of the story is if you're going to rob a bank, make sure you turn off your phone. And also, bring a real grenade next time, not just an avocado. Or, or two, don't or, rob a bank, you know, that's or awesome. Or two avocados. Or two avocados, that way they think you have two grenades. Yeah. <laughs> um, Chris. Yes. We're going into our next story now, and I, I just have a couple more stories for us before we wrap this show up. <laughs> when I die... I want you to scatter my ashes. So yeah, so I want you to just take my ashes and and scatter them, you know, around uh, you know, things that 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 uh that I love. Like I want you to throw them in people's drinks and use them as seasoning and food. Maybe even put them in little tea bags and call it Albert tea. <laughs> I just love being inside people. Ah. Yeah, I probably won't do that. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's a pretty reasonable request, Chris. Oh. And one Englishman had a reasonable request as well. He just wanted to be buried with the thing he loved the most. Hmm. A bacon double cheeseburger from Burger King. Agreed. <laughs> they actually drove the hearse through the drive-thru and got him his burger. <laughs> and, and according to the son, he could tell that some people at the restaurant were wondering what the hell a hearse was doing there. There was even people waiting at a traffic light, taking pictures and filming. Even morticians have lunches. Gosh. Yeah. Well, you think they eat the bodies? Gross. Yeah, gross. They don't? No. Oh. Uh. My whole life has been a lie. <laughs> the cake is a lie. Anyway. Uh, the lady who served them, however, she didn't even raise an eyebrow. She no. just didn't care. She's seen worse. Yeah, she's seen worse. She's seen a dead guy go through there. Uh, and the the funeral director is like, we don't have any brains, sir. The funeral director said that uh, that at, at one point when they ordered the burgers, like, can you believe it's for this guy in the back? But he said that the joke flew over her head. <laughs> she didn't get it. Uh, he also was quoted saying, I can't say anyone has ever requested to go through a drive-thru on the way to the service before. Uh, this is a first for me. Yeah. The man loved to make people laugh, so he requested his family play Ring of Fire by Johnny Cash while he was being cremated as well. So yeah, I mean, this, this, he seems like a like a good dude. He was a he was a grandfather. He was in his uh, in his seventies or eighties. My wallet is soaked. I'm so sorry. <laughs> That's so gross. Oh my god. He drooled all over your wallet. He was been biting it this whole time, and it's <laughs> like soaked. Gross. Where is he? Um. Okay. So. Do you want to touch it? I do not. No. Get that thing away from me. Put that thing back where it came from, or so help me. He he drools on me enough as it is. Yeah. There's been many mysterious going-ons in this country. From the 20th century until now. I mean, you know, recorded ones. We had the Roswell incident, which the government claims to be a weather balloon crashing down just outside of Roswell, New Mexico. And, crashing know, it's, down. It's the, the infamous, you know, the, the first a alien. balloon crashing down attached to an alien spaceship. Yeah, I mean, the government isn't saying, 
But they're just leaving one tiny detail out the spaceship. Yeah, <laughs> just one tiny detail. Yeah, you know exactly. We know the truth. It was drunk alien teenagers. Don't drink and drive, kids. Yeah. Or how about the abduction of Bill Clinton, where aliens, uh, you know, sexy aliens posing as Monica Lewinsky forced him to do unspeakable things to address. Yeah. Wake up, sheeple. Sheeple. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, I I didn't I didn't invent it. I wish Aww. I did, but I didn't invent it. Uh, last week, the FBI released 22 pages of information on a Sasquatch case, <gasps> spanning Sasquatch. from 1976 to 1977. He is real! According to the documents, a man named Peter Byrne, who had been investigating Bigfoot since the mid-1940s, sent the FBI a hair and tissue sample that him and his team couldn't identify. Uh, yeah, he, he was just around exploring. Uh, he... Grew up in, uh, I believe, in in uh, England, hmm. and he joined the Air Force, and that was when he first started. Uh, you know, his obsession with Sasquatch. Yeah. His dad used to tell him stories about the Yeti up in Nepal. In, uh, in Nepal? Uh, no, not Nepal. I know, I'm Nepal. just <laughs> And uh, and he, he traveled uh, over to uh, to uh, to the Nip- uh, Appalachian Mountains to search for for uh, signs of of Yeti, and he said that uh, he actually found. Some footprints that he th- he believed and he strongly believed uh, were were uh, Yeti footprints, but he also concurs that a lot of the village people like to walk around barefoot, and they did walk around that mountain a lot. So it was probably just one of them. Oh, anyway, was there a picture, and then was there an ice pick next to it? And and uh, ridges. Yep. <laughs> um. <laughs> anyway, he wrote. Uh, Burn wrote, "We do not often come across hair which we are unable to identify, and the hair that we have now, about 15 hairs attached to a tiny piece of skin." is the first that we have obtained in six years, which we feel may be of importance. <laughs> now, <laughs> ooh, you don't want a meeting there. That's catnip. Oh. <laughs> it's, a, it's an herb that uh, cats like, but being that he's a baby, I don't know how it'd affect him. Me, as an adult, I wouldn't put it in my mouth. <laughs> Yeah, the, the boy is literally putting a ball of catnip in his mouth. Um, anyway, let's just take a minute to appreciate the fact that back in the 1970s, you could mail a bloody Ziploc bag full of hair and random meat to the FBI and be like, yeah, I don't know what this is. <laughs> just take a look. Here, tell me what this is. <laughs> anyway, according to the documents, Byrne wrote the FBI repeatedly Asking them to test the thing over and over again because they, they were just ignoring him. Mm-hmm. Uh, and compare it to other Bigfoot hair that he believed they had in their possession. Because, <laughs> I mean, I guess they're the FBI. They have to have yeah, Bigfoot hair. Exactly. So. They got cameras everywhere. <clears throat> Big Brother's watching. Big Brother's watching. Sensual. In a response finally sent to Byrne on December of 1976, FBI Assistant Director Jay Cochran Jr., noted that the FBI laboratory normally conducts expe- examinations, quote, of physical evidence for law enforcement agencies in connection with criminal investigations. Mm-hmm. But he did so- finally agree to test the hair. Oh. Hmm, that's nice of him. Yeah. Well, wouldn't you know it? I'm just as surprised. <laughs> yeah, he's so surprised. <laughs> wouldn't you know it, but it wasn't Bigfoot hair. Really? Cochran said in a letter that the hairs are of deer family origin. They then sent the hairs back to burn, which puts a funny mental image of this gross Ziploc bag being mailed back and forth. (laughs) (laughs) Like, can you imagine? They they just kept it in the same Ziploc bag. The mailman. It's like, this shit again. (laughs) (laughs) It's not even an envelope. It just has like a a sticky note of the address. You know what to do. (laughs) (laughs) Gross. Uh, According to the article I read, Byrne is now 93 years old and doesn't remember any of this. <laughs> now isn't that convenient, FBI? No, no. They are erasing people's memories with chemtrails, making us all complacent to the narrative in order to stay on the aliens' good side and making the frogs gay. Wake gonna, up, <laughs> sheeple! I was gonna say and poisoning the water to make the frogs gay. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't want to interrupt you though. But you took my joke. I should have done that with the with the Alex Jones voice. <laughs> They're making our frogs gay. <laughs> ah. Um, I have one more story, and I was debating on whether or not to do this one because I didn't write out the thing. Do it. But yeah, I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and do it. 
Uh, so. Do it. Two wrongs don't make a right. Do they make a left? Sometimes. Oh, okay. But they can make for very amusing stories sometimes. Two wrongs do make a left. When my wife left me. <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's the saddest thing I've ever heard. <laughs> now, this is uh, directly from Fox News. Um, Reddit user Mira11 took the site Spridezilla forums to share a story about his cousin's wife, Emma, getting revenge on his cousin's, uh, or getting revenge on a woman, Sarah, who ruined her wedding. He claims to have changed the names of the two brides. Ah. It all started when Sarah decided to announce her engagement in the middle of Emma's wedding reception. Ooh, you don't do that. According to, yeah, how many times has this gone around? Like, you don't do that. People no. should know by now. That's almost as bad as inviting yourself to a bachelorette party and then yeah. laying down ground rules. Yeah, that's, 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 uh, that's just asking to not get picked up at the airport. <laughs> now, according to the original post, after the ceremony was over and the party had only just started, one of the bridesmaids, Sarah decided to announce her own engagement. The attention was immediately taken away from the newlyweds and brought to the bridesmaids, who I'll call, I will call Sarah and her equally smug fiancé. Um, but apparently uh, the, the bride and the groom, they had been together since they were kids. So mm-hmm. it's like everybody knew that they were going to get married. So it's like, whatever. Uh, at the time, Emma seemed to be upset but didn't make a scene. Uh, she didn't make a scene to utter a single negative word about Sarah. She looked like she was on the verge of tears, but she kept grinning and acted very happy for the other couple. This was unusual, as Emma is typically quite confrontational and speaks her mind no matter the consequences. Mm-hmm. Apparently, Emma was waiting for the right moment to get her revenge, which apparently came when Sarah got married. Ooh. Sarah later picked Emma to be the maid of honor at her own wedding. Hmm. Fatal mistake. <laughs> Before the ceremony started, Emma switched out the white flower petals in the in the flower girl's baskets with blue petals, mm-hmm. without telling the bride, Ooh. who didn't notice the change until they were already scattered down the aisle. <laughs> it's a hell of a revenge plot, right Damn. there. Damn, crazy. That's all she did, or? <laughs> um, I lost my my place in this there. Oh no. Oh, blue petals. Sarah looked very confused upon seeing the blue petals, which didn't coordinate whatsoever with her theme. But of course, she didn't say anything about it at the moment. Most of Sarah's other bridesmaids were also Emma's friends, had attended Emma's wedding, and were in on Emma's scheme. Ooh. At the reception, Emma's sisters and the other bridesmaids were tight-lipped when Sarah began demanding to know why there were blue petals. The wedding planner ended up getting a lot... Uh, a lot of abuse for not checking the flower girl's basket before they walked down the aisle. Oof. During the reception, Emma was set to give a speech in front of a giant screen displaying photos of Sarah and her husband. Mm-hmm. When it came time to give her speech, Emma took the remote that controlled the presentation screen, and at first she showed some pre-approved humorous photos of Sarah with Emma and other friends to facilitate the couple. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, to facilitate a couple of lighthearted jokes. Yeah. Uh, then at the very end. Emma said to Sarah that there must, uh, she must be wondering why there were blue petals instead of the white ones originally planned. Is it because she has a blue waffle? <laughs> oh, God. Oh, oh God. <laughs> 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 and she shared a picture of her blue waffle. That's <laughs> good. <laughs> oh, God. Google it. I'm feeling lucky. Just do it. No questions. <laughs> just do it. You're, you're an evil son of a bitch. <laughs> at this point, Emma decided, or at this point, Emma displayed the final slide of her presentation. Which Sarah had not seen before the wedding. What was the final slide? Emma announced in front of everyone that she was five months pregnant. And that she just discovered the baby was a boy. Hence the blue petals. The last slide was her ultrasound picture. That's awesome. (laughs) Obviously, this got a big reaction from everyone gathered. Apparently, Sarah was incredibly upset about the turn of events. Hmm. And Emma was thrown out of the party. Really? Apparently, uh, they also wrote that as she was being escorted out, she just had a grin on her face. She was just happy from ear to ear. I went too. At one point, uh, uh, Sarah's mother started to confront Emma about yeah. like how dare she ruin her her daughter's wedding, mm-hmm. and Emma just responded with with Please, please stop! I'm pregnant. <laughs> <laughs> So, I mean, I, I was going to save that story for next week, but I liked it so much. It's fucking awesome. It's, it's a great story. Well, 
Well, I was hoping the stories would last longer because I'm not ready for this next bit. <laughs> Chris, I'm going to go get the, the fun toy we have prepared if you want to go ahead and tell our audience what this next bit is all about. Nah. <laughs> well, the next bit was a mistake now that I realize now that we've come to this. We talked about this for a little bit, but we've doing the, we've been doing this little challenge thing at the end. So we thought we'd come up with a cool way to, uh, to take it up to the next level. To, uh, I don't know. I'm trying to think of a creative pun for Taser, but I can't. <laughs> Anyways, the gist of it is we have a short 25 question quiz on Greek mythology that we are both going to take. And actually, I didn't think, should we do this on paper? Like, we should, I'm going to read the questions, the answers, and we just write everything, and then towards the end, we compare the answers, or? Well, this week, uh, it's your challenge, buddy, so. Huh? So we're going to be grading you. No, this was like both of us. Oh. Like me versus you, I thought. No, no. We're going to be grading your answers. If you get 70% or higher, you win. And you get to use this on me. <laughs> he likes, <laughs> he it. likes it. <laughs> he likes it. <laughs> okay, just keep it away from him, though. Yeah. So as if you guys uh, couldn't tell, that is a taser. Yep. And... <laughs> So, Chris, uh, you have to get an average of 70%. I think we should. Or higher. If you get higher than 70%, you get to tase me. Mm-hmm. Anything lower, I tase you. Chris. No. Wolf. <laughs> yes. Are you ready? Nope. <laughs> so, uh, this is a 12 question quiz. You have to get nine or more correct to tase me. Anything under that, and I will tase you. Right in the balls. No. I'm just kidding. But maybe. Number one. Not in the balls. If you cut off its head. That's what you say. Two or more grow back. Hydra. Okay. <laughs> you, also, you also have to cauterize it. Otherwise, they'll keep growing back. Yeah, they'll keep growing back. Number two. This man, according to legend, designed the labyrinth of King Minos. There's no... Perseus. King Minos. Daedalus. 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 Yeah. There you go. Uh, number three, what is the name of the queen of the underworld and wife of Hades? Persephone. Okay. She gets to live there six months and lives with her mom up above for six months. I didn't know that. Um, he no- tricked her into the underworld. I know that. And she ate pomegranate, so she had to live there. So. Number four, you've also been listening to that podcast, so I, I, a lot of this is more like refreshed in your mind than for me. Yeah. This is just like stuff that I've learned because I was a super like nerd in middle school it's like very interesting nerd. oh it it's is very interesting i'm definitely gonna get back into it yeah uh number four there was one tree in athens that was considered sacred which olive tree was it olive tree okay funny story that's how uh, athena got the guardianship over athens because she was competing against poseidon and the king was basically like oh well show me what the best you got so she gave him an olive tree and it had so many uses like the olive oil like mm. for cooking reasons for burning reasons the shade from the trees and then uh, olives in general yeah poseidon brought up a salty spring from the floor and a a horse came out of it he's like this is my finest horse guy's like yeah no fuck that i want the olives (laughs) (laughs) um yeah uh also in greek uh in greek times ancient greece um gay sex was not only like accepted but it was like a, a, a thing to do it was yeah, like it was normal it was cool yeah and they used olives olive oil as lubricant yeah uh number five poseidon god of the sea had one animal in particular that was associated with him what was it? horses god damn it <laughs> number six hercules had to complete 12 labors which of these was not one of his labors the Nemean lion the namian whatever mm-hmm. the apples of hesperides mm-hmm. the cretan bull the Stymphalian birds. Cer- uh, Cer- Cerber- Cerberus. Cerberus. Mm-hmm. Cerberus. The dog. Yeah. Sinus the giant. The giant. Okay. You might have gotten one more wrong already. No, Number seven. There was no giant. Shut up. <laughs> Number seven. Every nine years, this monster required seven maids and seven ewes to feed it. To be fed to it. Uh-huh. Uh, the Minotaur. The Nemean lion. The sirens. Or Cerberus. This is actually one I don't know. I, I actually know this one. What are the what are the things again? Cerberus, the Sirens, 
Then the main lion, the minotaur. The minotaur? God damn it. <laughs> number eight. Olympus was the home of the gods, but there were a specific number of them that lived there. How many? Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, so, trick question, because originally it was 12, but, um, fuck, what's his name? That's one reason why Herod tried to keep him out, was because they didn't have enough chairs, but he's like, oh, it's okay, I brought my own chair. It's the guy, the guy of partying and deception. Fuck, what's his name? Um... Blinking on his name. Anyways, but it used, it was 12, and then it came to 13 once he was a part of it. Okay. I'll give it to you. What's his name? I'm trying to think of his name. Hercules. I'm just kidding. That's not his name. Number nine. Which of these individuals is a titan? Zeus? No. Phoebe? No. I don't know. Hera? No. Eris. Eris? Eris. Eros. Yes. Number 10. There are nine Greek muses, but only one of these people is one of them. Which one? Taichi, Pan, Gaia, Theseus, Thalia, Helia. I'm going to go with Thalia. I don't know if that's right. Thalia. Number 11. This moon of Pluto is called Charon. What does Charon do in Greek mythology? It's supposed to be Charon. He's the guy who, uh, he's the boat, the boat guy who takes a toll to let you cross the uh, the river of Styx. This Greek hero had the nickname Tamer of Horses. Is there? I just there's no Hercules. Bellerophon, Perseus, Hector. Bellerophon. Oh, to see your results, which I already gave you the taser because I know. <laughs> God damn it, I'm so mad. <laughs> you got 10 out of 12 correct! Which two did I get wrong? Let's see. I Probably the Titan one. And the horse one, probably like the Bellerophon. I don't know if it's Bellerophon. No, Bellerathon was the, the the young youth that Poseidon fell in love with and made him his chariot driver, so he was, like, really good at... Uh, he was his boy. Yeah. Um, but then, like, that's how he won over yeah, his Phoebe wife. Yeah, Phoebe was the titan. That, Phoebe was, okay. Yeah, remember I was smiling at you when yeah. you said Phoebe, and I was like... Mm-hmm. Um, and, yeah, the tamer of horses was Hector. Hector? Hector was not a tamer of horses. He was the champion of Troy. Well, either way, you got it wrong. And either way, you won. Yeah. <laughs> uh, okay, so we had to put the child in the room. I am not ready for this. Do it in the leg. Dang it. <laughs> Dang it. You want to back up just in case you, like, you fall or something? Or? I think it's me falling would be... Hang on, let me show What's my phone pocket? is in my pocket. Oh, you have my phone yeah, is in I your hand. Okay. Ready? Yeah, no. Are you to be prepared for this? Or? Just do it. One, two, three, go. Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Ah! I deserve that. <laughs> I deserve that for being the evil motherfucker that bought a taser just to tase you. <laughs> okay, so we got a video of me getting tased. And yeah. That was great. It was fun. Um, How is this going to work? Because we've been doing it. The, the person who loses the challenge does the next challenge. So do you want me to do the next challenge? I guess this was a quiz, though. So it was like... Yeah. So you go ahead and take the next one. Quiz challenge? What you, yeah. What do you mean? Like, I'm going to do one again? Like, Because, I mean, this was my challenge to you. Yeah. So even though so you I won. I challenge you next. Yeah, you challenge me. Um, okay. You won, so you challenge me. Never yeah. mind. Yeah. It, we're, we're good. Yep. We're good. Um, This has been the Bellinus Podcast. Thank you all very much for listening. If you like what we're doing here, if you like our content, our show, if you like me, I know you love me. Or me. Or him. Sensual. Sensual. <laughs> it is seminal. <laughs> 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 it is seminal for you to advertise our shit. Tell your friends, to your family, to your mom, dad, sister, brother, uncle, dog, cat, whatever. Tell everyone about the show and uh, share us on your stories. Share us on your Snapchat, on your Instagram. Uh, upload our stuff on Pornhub. <laughs> anyway. Put us right next to the room. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right next to the room. 
Yeah, for real, because uh, in case you guys didn't know, you can watch the entire movie The Room with Tommy Wiseau on Pornhub. It's the title is like like slutty blonde cheats on her fiance or something like that. But it's the entire movie. That was actually the first time I ever watched it was on Pornhub. <laughs> and uh, yeah, good times. That's bullshit. I did not hit her. I, I did, did not. not. Oh, hi, Mark. <laughs> My cat's curious. What the hell are you guys doing? Oh, hi, Mark. I think she's, tra- she's trying to front on you because you tased me. How's your sex Get life? him. Get him. <laughs> she runs away. Uh, anyway, you guys, you know where to follow us. Uh, Facebook.com slash Billennials. Uh, Instagram is uh, Instagram.com slash Billennials Podcast. Twitter is at Billennials uh, or Billennials Podcast. One of the two. Don't, don't follow us on there. I never check it. Um. But yeah, make sure to tell your friends about the website, podbean. Uh, or billennials.podbean.com. I haven't plugged any of this stuff in such a long time uh, that I'm actually forgetting it. SMH. Uh, what's this note right here? Plug Birdo's Instagram. Oh, awesome. It's uh, Bearpaw XYZ. Yeah. So there's that. Anyway, thank you all very much for listening. This has been the Billennials Podcast. We will talk to you guys next time. And hopefully Chris gets tased. Hopefully not, but we'll see. (laughs) Bye. Bye.